Hello and welcome to The Walk, a podcast where we discuss parenting and what the Bible says about it. God's Word contains truth, encouragement, and application, which we want to share with you, the mom or dad journeying through the chaos of raising kids. From the newborn to the rebellious teenager, our mission is to provide you with hope and skills that allows you to be the parent God calls you to be. This is our third episode with Coffee Talk with Tony and Laura. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. And we're kind of excited because we have an announcement to make. Yeah, the newest member of the Smith Gang is joining us today. We had a girl. Yay! We have a house full of little ladies. <laughs> At least we're trying to raise ladies. <laughs> uh, so... Yep, we have three daughters, and so she was born June 2nd. Yep, we're pretty excited. Our other daughters are pretty excited, too. It's been a a pretty smooth transition, um, better than one to two was for our gang, so that's pretty awesome. Yes, we have been doing very, very well. Yeah. So, But today's episode... Drumroll, please. We are focusing on quality time. Oh, So we get to talk quality time mm-hmm. as parents hmm. our oldest kiddo quality time is totally her love language yes very very true yeah it, it's been an interesting journey to try and figure out how to connect with her and to be intentional in spending time doing the things that she wants to do versus like just swooping her into our to-do list. One of the ways you can figure out if your kid has quality time as a love language is if he or she just constantly wants you to go in the room to see what they've done. Like, look, Dad, I cleaned my room. Come see. You know, just being with you, looking at accomplishments or things that they've done uh, is a sign that they value quality time with you. Another thing that I've noticed is that she kind of follows us around the house, wants to know what we're doing and what we're up to. And earlier today she said, hey, Mama, do you want to just chat? And so we we sat on the deck and just chatted <laughs> for a while, and it was super cute, and the conversation was really weird, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was sweet, and I was thankful that we had that time where I could just sit and chat with her. What's one of the things, let's talk about having quality time with your kids in the negative sense. So like, as parents, we have more responsibility than just being a mom and a dad, so... What are some things that get in the way that could prevent quality, good quality time with kids? Oh, man, my own selfishness. That's like the core of what gets in the way the most, I would say, because I make my own to-do lists or my mental things that, oh, this is my goal for the day. And sometimes it feels like an inconvenience when... I need to put aside my own wants and desires and go do what she wants to do or sit down and chat when I feel like, oh, I have all these things I need to do. So I feel like selfishness is the biggest thing for me. Yeah, just having the wants and desires of what you want to do. I'm the same way. 
Like, yes, I want to read a book for an hour. I want to be on my phone. I want to go for a run. I want to do, you know, all the chores that needs to be done, like mow the yard. And next thing you know, the day is gone. And did you even talk to your kid, let alone spend some quality time with them? Yeah, it's tricky when they're young because they can't always do the the activities that you want to do, like go for a run. Um, They might think it's fun to run around the block or part of the block, but you can't really incorporate them into all the fun activities or what you think is fun. So you kind of have to put aside your own, your own list to, to be present. Mm -hmm. The nice thing about quality time is that it's different than quantity time. Like quality time does not have to be very long. It might be 30 seconds. It might be five minutes. It does not have to be two and a half hours. Yeah, something I learned with our middle daughter, she um, is really into Barbies or dolls and is super content if you sit and play for like 10 minutes with her and then you say, oh, but you kind of give it like up front. You say, okay, I'll, sure, I'll play it. I'll sit for about 10 minutes and then if you set the timer and kind of set that expectation of this is how long mama or daddy is going to sit, then it's not so abrupt or they feel like they know what the expectations are in advance. And it changes as kids get older because I know that our kids are young, but once you go into the realm of teenagers, uh, it's all of a sudden kind of shifted where your son that's 16 might not want to spend a whole lot of time with you and you're longing for that time. One of a, one of the elders at our church has a, a 16-year-old son and said that he values the 30-second conversations that they have in the car because that might be the only quality time they get that day. And he capitalizes on it. He takes advantage of it because he doesn't get the two hours, three hours that he used to when he was six So he makes use of the quality time opportunities that he's given. Something that I noticed about our gang during the school year was that we overextended our family. What I mean by that, we were so busy on the weeknights that we couldn't really have quality time together because we would carpool our kiddo to school and then in the afternoon pick her up from school and then rush through dinner, and then off to whatever activity that night held. And we didn't really get to spend that time as a family. And while there was lots of good things that she was doing, I think we really missed out on those family moments. And it kind of made everything feel chaotic and all over the place. And it was just really difficult to connect and to rest and enjoy our time at home. What do you think are some real-life barriers that prevent us from having quality time with our kids. They're not necessarily selfish things, but societal issues. Like what are what are some things of everyday life in a typical American family that prevents us from having quality time with kids? In our home there's a couple that I can think of. I think technology is huge. Are we eating dinner on the floor or on the couch watching cartoons and a movie are we playing on our phones or looking at the screen instead of chatting with our kids are we doing 
dance, soccer, t-ball. Oh, yeah, busyness. All the things that kids can do doesn't necessarily mean they should. Something that's been interesting um, to observe is just the busyness of families. Part of the discussion I've had with different moms is talking about um, opportunity, that kids have all these opportunities to try these things, and they want them to be involved socially and want them to have all these options of things that they can try to see if they like them, which is really cool. But then as a family, you're missing out on making memories together, and maybe that's more important than giving your kid all the, all these opportunities to do different things. Yeah, to go off of that, I think also when it comes to quality time with kids, it's simply doing what they want to do because they want to do it, especially if they invite you. Like if if you have a younger kid who invites you to color, that's quality time. If you color, you know, draw a rainbow, draw a unicorn, whatever it is. If it's a teenager, which is rare to say, hey, mom, you want to go do this with me? Yeah, I don't remember ever doing that as a teen. <laughs> yeah. So so as a parent, you have to be that much more intentional and invite them. You have to know your kids so well that you know what their interests are. And maybe they would say, yeah, I'd do that. I'd go golfing with you or... I'll go snowboarding with you. And you have to get out of your comfort zone as well because there are so many hobbies that your your teenage kids might like that you're like, absolutely not. But if you don't spend that time getting to know them and developing relationship with them when they're little, they're not going to even bother asking when you get older. You know, like if they if they don't feel like you're going to take the time to invest in them when they're younger, then they're not going to... They're not going to trust you with their time when they get older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might not. It might seem like all these changes happen overnight, but it's not. It's a continual pattern over years. You know, how many times are they going to have to ask you to play with them when they're younger, and how many times do you say no? Uh, I read a book. I don't remember where. Maybe it was an article. I read it somewhere, but it said that in regards to quality time, However many times you tell your kid no, take that many times and that's how many times they'll say no when they're a teenager to you. Oh, that stinks. (laughs) So if you say no 500 times in their childhood, like, you know, between ages 5 and 10, they're going to say no to you 500 times if you invite them to do something. And all of a sudden, you know, that time was gone. You wasted your opportunity. You missed it. Now, there's there's always opportunity for restoration. I'm not saying that it's the end of the world and that your relationship with your kids are awful if you tell them, no, you can't do something. But there has to come a point where you have to put your selfishness, your wants and desires underneath your kids to an extent. That's what quality time is about. It's, it's doing things that they want to do to foster and strengthen the parent-child relationship. And I think too often, at least in our house, uh, we say no quite a bit. Is there a, um, a way that you decide, like for you personally, is there a way you decide when you're going to say yes and sit down and do something you hadn't anticipated doing, like pausing to color or play dolls or 
come see something, how do you how do you go about choosing, okay, I need to put aside my own list for right now and go do this? I try to say two yeses for every no. Oh, that's an interesting way. Now, I have to remember to do that <laughs> because sometimes I forget or I just, you know, I, I wake up, typically I wake up way before the girls do. And so, you know, I'm already doing tasks and I get into a rhythm and then I forget. But say two yeses to one no. So if they say, and it doesn't even have to be in order, but like say, you know, our oldest wants to color and then our youngest wants to play dolls. There's two yeses, but it's one no. You can do one no. So you have to find that balance. That way your yeses always outweigh the no's. And I know that we're focused on quality time and not every kid values quality time. Like some kids might value gifts or gift giving over quality time or physical touch. Our middle child is a physical touch girl. Like she wants to play and be snuggled and wrestle, be lifted up. I mean, she values that. At least it seems she values that far more than anything else. But that's just kind of a a tip. Two yeses to one no. And you just have to get outside of yourself. You just have to do it. Yeah. Usually for like for me, I feel like I get busy and it's like busy, busy, busy day after day. And then I realize, wow, I I haven't spent a lot of time with my kiddos. Like they're here, they're underfoot, but I haven't stopped to play with them. And so then I feel like this, oh man, I need to, I need to sit down and play today. Um, and for me, that's not, that's a, that's a bad habit that I have always struggled with putting work above play. And so it's really good for me to just pause and take time to play with my girls, but easier said than done. Yeah. And you can't look for loopholes either. Like this is not a fix it. Two yeses to one no is a tip. You can't abuse it or manipulate it. Like if they say, Hey dad, can we watch two movies? And you say yes. And as you're watching the movie, you're dinkering on your, on your phone or on your computer. That does, that's not quality time. You just gave into what they wanted to do. Yes, but you're not invested in them. They're invested in a screen. No, quality time is intentional interaction with them. Something fun that happened in our house, um, I think it was last week. The girls wanted to watch a movie before bed, but something happened and they lost movie time. Maybe disobedience. (laughs) But instead we played a family game right before bed and it turned out to be so much fun. Everybody had a good time and we laughed and it was just a really great way to end the day. So uh, just to wrap it up, something we just want to encourage you to do is find an activity that your kiddos like and um, jump in and do it with them. 